0: Welcome to Small Batch, where we explore the truths and myths of being an entrepreneur in the insanely competitive food and beverage industry. I'm Lauren Rhodes, a.k.a. the Kombucha Lady.
1: I'm Paul Bonds, the country fried coffee I'm Roast.
0: Switching it up.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm Matthew McLaughlin, craft beer nerd. <laughs> also
0: switching it up.
1: <laughs> That's
2: right. Yeah. How is everybody? Doing good. Feeling are you, good. Are you taking care of yourself, Paul? What do you mean by taking care of
1: yourself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a great segue, unlike our last episode, into the topic of self-care as entrepreneurs, which I think is a little bit more, you know, nuanced than maybe a non-entrepreneur. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think that even though we're talking about in the context of being an entrepreneur, these tips and stuff can be used even for the non-entrepreneur person as well. Um, because basically, you know, these are some basic things that I think um, can be beneficial to us no matter if we're entrepreneur or not. Um, you know, before we were talking about burnout and these are like some ways to like help prevent uh, burnout, some general practice things that we can do to help, um, you know, remove you know anxiety and stress and stuff like that that can contribute to an opportunity for burnout to happen.
0: And I feel like self-care is like a buzzy McBuzz word, you know, Mm -hmm. it's thrown around a lot. And so it kind of loses its meaning. So let's bring back the meaning.
1: What does it mean? So self-care, you know, it involves stuff like, you know, whether that's getting like massages, getting sleep, good food, uh, stuff like that. Play, that's a part of it as well.
2: Disconnecting.
1: Yeah, not just getting out there and like, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone and making things happen. That's a part of it, but... If you continue to do that over and over and over, it can wear on your body, it wear on your spirit, and can um, wear on you as a person, which affects you completely. If you're an entrepreneur, because the business is you most of the time.
2: Yeah, and I th- I think it's important, and I think entrepreneurs sort of lose sight of that. They you got to take care of yourself because you can't run a company if you're dead. <laughs> it's very challenging
0: yeah and not and like your physical like you said your body your mind your right. spirit it's all part of that
1: yep so some some stuff that I was looking up for this and it's kind of good and bad because I look at it and it's like oh crap I'm not doing none of this stuff <laughs> but it's like you know you preach and teach even though sometimes you might not reach yourself
0: and it's a reminder to yourself when so you, you know.
2: have you started a self-care checklist for yourself
1: I'm starting to meditate. I'm joining a synagogue and (laughs) (laughs) all this stuff. Um, But some basic stuff, you know. uh, One thing is like just not to overwork yourself Um, as an entrepreneur. That is really easy. And there's a lot of guilt tied with it too because you feel like, I don't know, me personally, it's like, Sometimes when I'm away from the business, I can, when I'm at the business, sometimes I can think about my family. And then a lot of times when I'm with my family, I'm thinking about the business. Mm -hmm. And that's just like entrepreneurial guilt. It's like even sometimes, like when I'm sitting down and I'm like play, you know, video games or something, I'm like, I could be doing something with the business. That's part of guilt. That is bad.
2: Mm -hmm. It is very bad. But there's no on off switch. I mean, there really isn't. You can't, or at least I have trouble totally disengaging. Um, And that's that's a problem. So, I mean, I do think this is a really important conversation because I think people need to be, especially entrepreneurs, very intentional about doing things for themselves to get away.
0: I think one thing that can help is to delineate that is like having spaces for work and spaces for not work, which can be hard if you have like an office in your home. But even, you know, and again, these are tips that I have, broken myself mm-hmm. um but that i've heard others say and that when i do do it it's useful is like at the end of the day like actually having a ritual that closes out your day so that your mind can move from work mode into play mode so that might be like you know closing turning off your laptop like cleaning clearing your desk so that's organized and shutting off your desk light or something i don't right. know mm-hmm. Um, something that like you can repeat every day, so that it's a signal to your brain to stop working.
1: Yeah, and and and, and that's harder and harder to do nowadays, especially with how accessible we are. Stuff like Twitter, Instagram, um, just even your phone, with having access to email and stuff like that. Um, like one of my colleagues in here has got like an Apple Watch on; it it it, it bumps, can pop up and remind you, "Hey, call. Hey, email. Mm-hmm. Hey, this." And, you know, it, it, it's its harder, you know. It's its not like before where you just turn the lights off and you leave, uh, especially like when you're an entrepreneur when you're first getting started. Like you said, you are operating out of your home. And it's like, I wonder if I got any orders. And you know, it's like, yeah. I'm just gonna go spend five minutes there and then you sit down and five minutes turn to 15, 15 minutes turns to 30. 30 minutes turns to an hour and then next thing you know, you know, your kids are telling you good night. <laughs> yeah
2: well, I mean, I, I think it, what helps me is uh, trying to recognize that there is always going to be something to do. You can mm-hmm. always conceive of some task that has not been done or something that needs to be accomplished, But that'll be the case tomorrow, too. yeah, and mm-hmm. what I'm not suggesting is that you you know work thirty minutes and use that as a rationalization for goofing off for the rest of the day (laughs) but I do think you do need to be very intentional about carving out time in your schedule to do things for yourself and spending time with family I mean that's that's a lot more important than uh, than what the bottom line is
1: yeah and I think the longer I've been like working as an entrepreneur the better I've got at that to where like it gets to a point in the day and I'm like this is it I'm looking at this stuff I'm putting my phone up I'm gonna go out here and you know uh, read Goodnight Moon to my daughter I'm not gonna think about this other stuff, right? And, and like um,
0: putting your phone away. Away.
1: You not literally. having it
0: buzzing in your pocket. No. Like putting on do not disturb, starting at like 7 p.m.
1: Telephone and go to hell. And so the longer that I've been doing this, like as an entrepreneur, the better I've gotten at it. And the, the uh, what I found myself personally is like over time, the guilt itself has been reduced. Um, and uh, compared to when I first got started, I'm checking like every five minutes updating the email, updating the Twitter, see if somebody responded to something I said. And now I've got a lot more comfortable uh, with where I'm at. Um, so myself personally, at the end of the day, a lot of times now I come home and I'm like, you know, playing like Mario Mario Odyssey or something like that, just to sort of get my mind off all this other stuff. And, you know- You a switch yeah
2: <laughs> I, w- I want your switch
1: <laughs> uh, but it's literally like helps switch me off from yeah, the day yeah. and um you know I've like been busy and tired and then like but it's it's a way to sort of turn me off from like all this other stuff to get my mind off of it um but that works for me personally I know other people um exercise does that um other like whether you know local activities playing music or going to hang out with friends and stuff like that. Um, can help be that thing that helps almost like forces them to turn it, turn it off.
0: Yeah. And when you know that you have a set time frame in which you need to get your work done, like if you're like, okay, I'm shutting off my devices and turning, you know, going home at 6 p.m., then it, I think it helps you work more efficiently because you're not like, oh, well, I could check this Facebook notification at any time of day. It's like, I have to do it right now and I'm not going to do it later. So it's like you you plan better and you mm-hmm. work more efficiently the time yeah. you have.
2: Yeah, there is a tremendous amount of just wasted time sort of if you look back over your day. I mean, you may, I don't know, you may, we may only be able to generate five to six to seven productive hours in any given day. You can do that in that time frame. It doesn't require 10 or 11 or 12 or 14 or 16 hours to to do that. Um, I mean, there's certainly going to be times where there's exceptions to that, that you're under a deadline for whatever reason. Yes. But that needs, to be, that needs to be that. It needs to be an exception and not the general rule.
0: It needs to be intentional and not you're frazzled right. doing it.
2: Like your hair's on fire. Well, yeah. mine can't be because I don't have any.
0: Because I've heard entrepreneurs say that they're like, I work four days a week because I get all my work done in four days a week. And these, okay, these were not food entrepreneurs. These were like blogging or writers, authors, whatever. Um, But I do think there is this expectation in the entrepreneur world that like, if you're not working 90 hours a week, you're doing something wrong. And I don't necessarily think that's true. I think there's times and places that, you know, entrepreneurs have to, get it done because they're the only ones and there's going to be a lot of investment of time in the front. But the goal eventually is to not have to be working 90 hours a week.
1: Well, you can do that on a short term basis, but you can't do that consistently. No, there's a diminishing
2: return. I mean, Mm -hmm. working 16 hours a day hopped up on bean fruit coffee. That's right. Drink (laughs) bean fruit. Um, (laughs) You can only do that for a short period of time before your productivity and your efficiency just falls off altogether.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it wears on your spirit. It wears on your personality. You, know, you kind of look up and you know you start on Monday and you look up as Saturday evening and you're like, what, what, what just happened? And you can do that for a period of time and say, okay, I've got like this goal and stuff to get accomplished. But otherwise, you're sort of, you know, you almost, <laughs> you almost like a slave to yourself. And that's not, that's not what we vision to be as success with a business. And so, yeah, you can do that on a temporary business, but, like, not consistently. I mean, especially like if you've got other elements in your life, like a family and stuff like that, because you can't do You, you don't want to do that unless mm-hmm. you want to be a sucky husband, sucky father, or sucky wife.
2: Well, you sure as hell don't want to set that example for your kids. I mean, you want them to feel comfortable enough to take a risk and do something entrepreneurial, but you sure don't want them believing that the only way to function in society is to be stuck on your phone or your laptop or your iWatch or on whatever other device through which you obtain information.
1: Well, in a review of, like, our previous generation, one of the things that we've learned is that, you know, the, the and I don't want to go too, like, mushy with it, but, like, you know, the the, the father that worked, you know, 80 hours a week and, you know, he simply, like, provide a check and stuff like that, we've learned that that's not really being an effective father to where, like, you know, you or mom... To where, you know, you're providing, but at the same time, you're not ever in like your children's lives or your family lives and stuff right. like that. And so we've learned like that's not a good thing, you know, <laughs> because that neglect can cause other things that you might necessarily think about. Why you just doing it just for the good of your family? So,
2: so what do y'all do for for yourself?
0: Okay, this is going to sound not self-care at first, but one thing that really calms me is mindless decluttering. Like, Can
2: you please come to my house.
0: <laughs> yes, I I have had friends ask me to help them clean out their closet. I helped my mom clean out her closet. I'm kind of one of those crazy people that liked the um, Marie Kondo, the magical life changing, the life changing magic of tidying up. Um, but okay, but having a like,
1: everybody an- looked at her like, yeah. <laughs> Exa- raised can't eyebrows translate these looks sorry right. uh
0: but <laughs> having stares. like a tidy space like n- lack of visual clutter makes me feel calm inside yes, like agree with i that. was gone from my house last week and i came back and not my husband is actually pretty tidy but um there was things i had left out and like the dishes hadn't been washed in the dishwasher and it just like little things that are weighing on my subconscious right now, just knowing that they're like tasks for me to do later. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think like decluttering and like paring down what you have so that it doesn't take up your time. Like that to me is one of my biggest methods of self-care because you don't have to, you don't, stuff takes up time and mental space and not saying you need to be like a minimalist, but you know, it helps me, Think about what's what are the priorities in my life.
1: I agree. I mean, there's you know, I'm a lot less stressful when they're not dishes in my sink. So I wash the dishes. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Let I me. Mean, I'm going to push back on this, guys.
0: It is a personality thing. Yeah.
2: These are uh, when I when I think of self-care, I think of you know like your feet submerged in a pedicure bath, getting a massage, you know. What Do y'all do any of those kinds of
0: things I'm for I'm kind of sick of that shit. Like, <laughs> like, stop telling me to take a frickin' bubble bath. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I'm okay. not gonna bathe in my own filth. Sorry.
1: Uh-oh.
2: Paul, what about you? Bubble baths? <laughs> Acupuncture?
1: <laughs> None of that stuff like that. Um, as a way for, um, like, myself... Like, right now, it's, like, football season. Right. That's a way for me to, like, sort of, like, clear my brain What's it's, like, football and stuff like that. That works for me personally. Like, it takes my mind off the stuff. Um, during the summer, like, I'll attend, like, local, like, baseball games and stuff. Mm. It's not necessarily because I'm, like, super crazy about baseball. I really enjoy it. But it's, like, a way – you know, I mean, I go to the games with other people most of yeah. the time. Yeah. And so it's a way for me just – an opportunity to talk. And My brain's not so um, – consumed uh what also helps me too is just time to myself a lot of times when i am doing time to myself i am doing some of the things like Lawrence talking about what is at home or at work but just time to myself um where i'll just you know go out take a ride and like listen to music by myself and stuff like that um just a sort of like regroup it helps me out a a ton right mm-hmm. to, for like some for like self-care um You know, like other tips, like you hear stuff like exercise, Um, I I try to do that as well. That helps out a ton, just to go like sweat it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, That that helps me out a ton as well.
0: Even going on a walk. Like when I walk my dog, he's so happy and Mm -hmm. excited. And I'm like, oh, nature is nice. Feels good.
2: Mm -hmm. We should all get that excited about a walk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you do, Matthew? Do you meditate?
2: No, I don't meditate. Um, There are you know, certain things that I have had to be very intentional about to try to, to try to sort of disconnect. Um, I would say one thing that's been very helpful for me over the last year is um, I've actually started um, speaking with, uh, I call her my sort of mental health coach. I mean, she's a psychologist um, and I, she's wonderful. Her name is Megan Clapton and I see her about once a month for an hour or so. And she helps me with strategies to, sort of unplug. Um, she's a sounding board for me. It's somebody that I can talk to that's not at work and not at home. So that's been tremendously helpful. Um, I like sports, although um, my emotional attachment to the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the New Orleans Saints is probably an unhealthy <laughs> one. Thank God the Saints are winning this year. Um, but I like I like football and I like baseball too, Paul. We actually ran into you at the Mississippi Braves game earlier mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I mean, I I like I like craft beer. I mean, I, I enjoy spending a Friday afternoon at the end of the week at Lucky Town, just unwinding with friends, and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's it. I do work out some. I've gotten back into exercise a little bit more. I've got a kind of a growing or emerging obsession with Orange Theory, which may not be a healthy obsession, but it's <laughs> <that's> kind of good. <laughs> I you know no acupuncture. I've heard good things about them. Yeah, Hell Week started today. What's that? Uh, it's seven days of even more intense workouts than normal like we did 28 minutes worth of burpees this morning
3: oh
1: yeah that's how i started my day so,
2: so you do burpees
1: in the morning burping and eating with all that beer that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> if yeah. the calories
2: come in they've got to go out yeah, and so yeah,
0: I think that spirit, like we've talked about, mind and body, and then spirit. I don't think it necessarily has to be like religious, right? But something that rejuvenates you, and for me, that can be nature. And I've I realize when I'm like not outside a lot that I feel, I start to feel depressed, and I'm like, why am I feeling depressed? Oh, I haven't looked at a tree, um, or it can be you know your place of worship or whatever. But right. I think, and also reading books, like that's another spiritual nourishment thing for me. So I know everyone has their own thing, but that's another facet not to lose sight of
2: i think we just need to you know sort of the undercurrent of this discussion is is that we are we aren't just solely our jobs you know we are we are different people and we have different things that we like to do and we can't lose sight of that we can't we cannot live and exist in a silo of work
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's just very unhealthy
1: yeah and this whole you know like you know you're an entrepreneur you work hard and you go busted and Pull up by bootstraps, and all this kind of stuff. You're all of those metaphors person. are so
0: aggressive. They too. are. They are, they are really aggressive.
1: are, but that's not that's not reality. You're still a person. You still have things that you want to do outside of you know your business and stuff like that. And you know, just like you've got goals with your business, you got goals personal and stuff. And so, you know, like myself, like I grew up, didn't you know didn't have a, like a like a father person around i've got kids now and like okay i want to be a good father Mm -hmm. and i also want to own that business and doing those being a good father is fulfilling to me which reduces which reduces stress and reduces these other things because i'm getting these other things fulfilled and so to like just sort of like go hard at all the time that's that's just that's just not a reality and sometimes you just need an opportunity just to be stupid for a little while too just to laugh at like something stupid and You you need that time. There's not really a playbook for that, but you really need that time just to do that. You know,
2: we laugh at at work at a lot of stupid stuff. We don't. I'm not intentional about it, but every once in a while, I'll call in to my office, a couple of my colleagues, because I have found a funny movie clip on YouTube (laughs) of of like a dog that is being ridden by a a monkey. I fall out of my chair laughing at the image of a monkey riding a dog wearing chaps and a cowboy hat. So (laughs) that's what we do to break up the monotony of the day. Yeah. You have to be
1: stupid. You got to laugh. You need that, man. You really need that. And even like that's, and it's crazy. Like that's the stuff sometimes that can be remembered over all the other, like, and I'm bending my fingers saying like success. Like, you might I've been times like, yeah, I've gotten clients and stuff like that, but it's crazy like some of the silly stuff um that I remember because I say like I say at the end of the day, yeah, it's a business, but you are a human first, and then like
0: basic needs, mm-hmm. just like, like, are you eating? are yeah. you eating vegetables?
1: <laughs> yeah. are you
0: drinking water? like are you getting enough sleep?
1: and I'm, I'm I'm no no and no I'm guilty <laughs> on all three and And you
0: don't have to be like doing it all all the time. Right. Like I think that's the thing too in in our society now that we're like, oh, self-care, self-care. It's like, oh, I didn't eat vegetables today. Like, oh my god, I didn't get my fiber intake. Oh. But like, okay, calm down. Everything in moderation, even moderation. It's okay, but just keep your you know, keep that in mind.
2: So an appropriate response to not eating vegetables one day is not to Dive into a raw head of cabbage for breakfast and just eat the entire thing. Like Your an apple digestive
0: system will be really effed up. All
2: right, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to make a mental note
0: of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a worse at that, and and especially I I'm a little bit better now. But I know when I first started the business, like you know, one of my days would look like get up early in the morning, early. So that means I'm reducing sleep. Get up early, really early, around like four in the morning. Roast, and this was when I was working full time. Roast. Get stuff bagged up. Get dressed for my full time job. Go to my full time job during during the lunch periods. Go make deliveries, and so I will drop off. And then when I'm headed back towards the headed back towards the plant into the office, run by through Burger King, and I'm like starving at that moment.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like yeah, I want the double whopper, and I want like the big fries, and all this kind of stuff, and a diet coke, and a diet coke. <laughs> eat that stuff before I get back to the office because I'm officially on my lunch break yeah. Right, and then I'm like you know bubbling the whole evening and you know start that same process like the next day but yeah I definitely like run into that because I mean, especially like if you like like grinding, especially like sometimes days when I'm like grinding and stuff, I'll look up and it's like two o'clock and i will be like, oh crap, I had to eat nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I won't." now. And then you're now. so
0: hungry that it, you can't, you don't have that rational frame of mind to be like, no. I'm going to stop by and get a salad with quinoa. No. Right.
1: No, I want, No, it's, I'm cruising through Arby's. That's mm-hmm. right. I got to hang around for some curly fries. I want some, I want some burgers, fries, and a soda. And that's part of what your body is doing at, in the end. And
0: especially when you're tired, your body craves quick energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right yep and and you know it's unfortunate it's not even like real energy. It's just a space filler. but then not again,,
0: don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. like if you recognize a problem, think like how can what can I do to change this? And maybe at that point in your life, you were working two jobs full-time like what you really didn't have a lot of other options
1: well you really ain't got to beat yourself about it what would beat you up is when you go in and try to button up some pants and them things ain't fitting on you that's <laughs> what beat you up you go like Whoa, what's happening here i ain't got anything that fits <laughs> Man, i gotta just, start making more deliveries you know you on you on chin number three you know it's <laughs> like that's what that's what sneaks up on you you mm-hmm. know and so these it's sort of like the whole the, the old story of like the you know you put a frog in like a pot of boiling water sometimes that happens with you with a business as well yeah to where all these things sort of like build up and build up and then something like ugly can happen and you don't necessarily recognize it until that happens and then it's like oh my god i'm i put on weight i'm tired man look at these crow's feet you know you know on my face putting a you know?
2: frog in a pot of boiling water
1: <laughs> does conjure up a very it's very disturbing, disturbing image <laughs> But it's just one of these things to where, like, it, the, the, for that adage, it was tied to, like, mediocrity to where, like, you're sort of doing stuff over and over and you don't necessarily realize it. To where if you put a lighter to the frog, the frog's going to hop it If it's, like, boiling, you throw the water, you throw them in there and it's going to hop out of there. But sometimes life can do that, especially as an entrepreneur, to where, like, these other things build up. It's like, I mean, I haven't been eating well. I haven't been exercising. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. I haven't spent time with my family i haven't had time to go out on walks and stuff like that when was the last time i've done that when's the last time i take a vacation mm-hmm. all that stuff what's a vacation what's a yeah yeah what's a va- what's a day off well
0: and that's the thing it's like if something's nagging at you don't push it away and try to ignore it and yeah. feel bad about it think okay can i change this yeah
1: yeah no. and no. it can be hard to think about it like why why you're within that mist yeah you know, it's really hard. You should just come out of, and you finally like get an opportunity to, to get a a chance to like get a little bit of air. And it's like, oh my god, where where have I, where have I been all this well, time?
0: Well, and maybe that's a good point about like scheduling things in advance. Yeah. Like, okay, I know maybe once a month I should check in and be like, do I need a haircut?
2: Yeah, and shedding the guilt. Like, yeah, you cannot let yourself feel guilty when you. Go outside to lay in a hammock and read a book for an hour or two.
0: Because your business doesn't care about your well being,
1: right? No, you have to. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And the big then the big numbers don't necessarily equate a bigger numbers a new client doesn't necessarily equate to to happiness. Um, and though you know you might be fulfilling like a goal within your business, well, It's like the old Bible verse where it's like you know was a profit of man he gains a world and loses his soul. Right. That's really what happens a lot of times to entrepreneurs. You just really don't. Unfortunately, a lot of times we don't really realize it until it's like it's too late to like everything's like crashing down. And then you sort of like start taking notice on this other stuff or it could be something where it's like a health scare. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, what wh- what am I doing? So yeah. maybe
0: like what's one takeaway that each of us are going to try to do going forward? Like, this will be our accountability. What are we going to do for our self care?
1: My goal is to take a vacation for a week. Full week. I haven't, like, and this is real talk since I started my business, never took a vacation. A vacation to me was like a Saturday and a Sunday.
0: Okay, you need a full week.
1: Yeah, I haven't had it. Yeah, like seven days, not five. I haven't had it. When
0: will you accomplish this by?
1: Next six months.
0: Okay. We'll we're check gonna, in then. We,
2: we're gonna hold you to that. Mm-hmm. Lauren, what about you?
0: I am I'm going to not check my phone after 8 30. Like I'm just gonna plug it in and not look at it before I go or to PM. PM
1: <laughs> Before m. M. <laughs> I go to bed. I'm gonna read you know, baby.
0: <laughs> not look at my phone before I go to bed. Because yeah. I can get easily sucked in.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that happens.
2: Yeah, I I think I'm going to try to be more vigilant about not responding to emails kind of the same thing with you after you know 7.30 or 8 o'clock there's nothing that is that much of an emergency that necessitates my attention in the evenings when I'm at home with my family and
0: then you're training people to know that they shouldn't res- expect a right. response during the boundaries all right, you,
2: you can establish them Yeah.
0: well this has been great I feel like you know I have a renewed energy for self care
2: and we're all gonna go get pedicures tomorrow yeah that's right
0: Matthew's tickly feet
2: nope not happening <laughs> alright <laughs>
0: well this has been another episode of Small Badge thanks for listening and check back next time